And you're listening to The Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian-American perspective. Hey everyone, it's Thursday, August the 25th, 2016. You're listening to episode, episode, you're listening to episode 85, 85, where, where did 85 come from? We're at 82. Marvin just got in his DeLorean and went a few episodes ahead, so don't worry about it. We're here at episode 82 of the Clubcast. Let's, let's say that. No. Okay. <laughs> we are at eight, episode 82, my friend. Oh, it's, hi, I'm Marvin. I'm Angie. We're your hosts for this episode. For One this of episode us is more clear-minded the than the Clubcast. other. It's been, it's, it's, we're recording a little bit later than we usually do, so I'm a little discombobulated. Discombobulated? It's been a full day of work, and now we're coming together to, to talk on this podcast. I'm just so very excited about our guest today. I feel like we need to have a disclaimer. You know how they have the, this email was sent from my iPhone. Please excuse typos. Right. And you're like, Marvin, it's discombobulated. Please. I have not had my second coffee yet. So I'm, I'm non-English. My energy is not, not up. But joining us this week, a very special guest. You may know him from the YouTube. The internet. One of the OGs <laughs> of the art form. He is a filmmaker. Sometimes actor. No. I, yeah, it's true. I've yeah. seen him in short films. I was watching. A fellow UCSD Triton, Mr. Philip Wang. Hey, everyone. Hi, Phil. <laughs> I was sitting here through that whole thing. I really wanted to chime in, but I'm like, I think I have to wait till my introduction. Can I add in? A, no, you could have totally jumped oh, in. Dang. I would have welcomed that. Oh, man, I'm sorry. You can continue to roast my <laughs> heart. This is going to be a really hearts. long episode. No, 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 no. It's, no, like, it's, it's, it's it a very be. special guest, too. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I was like, uh, I was thinking how like you guys were... From the YouTube, that is true. From, from the, YouTube. the YouTube. You know, I first and saw film. you from the FTP. Oh, man. Of the UCSD uh, Dude, internet system. Those, those, that, when you said uh, OG, <laughs> you, you need to put like OOG. Right? <laughs> OOG, the OOG. Um, we, were, we were before YouTube. Yeah. That's what's crazy. We're, we're literally the old guys on that platform now. Like, So if anyone's listening and they think that like... They're like, oh god, there's so many kids on YouTube. Like, how old does that make you feel now? <laughs> that one These of the children. kids on YouTube is saying that there's seriously kids on YouTube now. There literally are that have ten times more followers than we do and <laughs> are doing some crazier things and stuff. Yeah. I don't understand half the things I see on YouTube, so it's a little bit. You know what I like? There's there's definitely a lot of noise. Um, there's definitely a lot of um, just yeah. What is what is like? It's it's hard to understand what's going on on YouTube. But at the same time, it's like this is this is just what the future yeah, is. You're and, watching the evolution unfold. And you know, everyone goes through different stages of their lives. When you're <laughs> when you're a little when you're a preteen, you want to yeah, you want to watch you know kids blow things up and stuff. We're yeah. gonna be like seventy and still saying, "Damn, Daniel." <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no, no. We Marvin are, we're way hipper. Fellow young people, we, we, we young know people, their we know their speech. We are on fleek. <laughs> the future is lit. Oh my! Oh, God. and the, that word <laughs> just died. Oh. That word literally <laughs> just died. It died here on Collabcast <laughs> episode eighty-two. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. We're so happy to have I'm, you. I'm glad yeah. to be here. I've, this is my first podcast, guys. Woo! I love. 
Um, yeah, I mean, like, credit. Pop in that podcast chair. I, I like hearing my voice like this. Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's putting on his radio voice. My radio voice. Um, See, is that an after dark radio voice? Because you said that it's like an NPR voice, but I disagree. NPR is more of a cadence. There, they have a special way of like timber. speaking. It's like, hello, to like I'm Philip Wang from Wong Fu Productions. Yeah. Whereas like an after dark is like, hey everyone, this is Philip from Wong Fu Productions. We need to have that, that episode. That was the jazzy rendition. Right. Yeah. Please join us tonight. Fancy sax. You're so I can't speak today. I'm just so nervous. I'll take over. I'll take over. So what's up, Christine? (laughs) Hi. You're one of the few people that call me Christine, by the way. But like, I love that because it's in reference to Christine Chen because we are like, Christine Power. I think Mm. like, I just, I like going by people's names, I guess. Like when people have like, unless you, do you want to go by Minji? Minji is my name. Oh, what? Okay. Well, I mean, sorry. (laughs) I think because when I first met you, it was Christine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like we have like. Back uh, in the day. Yeah. So maybe that's. No, I totally get it. I'm just like, it's funny. Like, I think I I met you when you started to make that transition so mm. you introduced yourself yeah. to me as minji but you were still telling people you're christine minji what did we I even still first do. meet i don't i, I don't know remember. it was years ago it might have been at a collaboration show Maybe. like in passing right. mm. i don't, actually don't remember the first time we even had like a full conversation right because well, it's all a blur we were just talking about that how <laughs> our lives are a blur right now <laughs> well minji's cool i like minji oh yeah thank yeah. you very much i'll start calling you minji but then I like to feel special and that like I stand out as like, oh, he's the one guy that still calls me Christine. <laughs> you. Against my, against her, my will. What's your, like, should I call you Philip? Does anyone call you Philip? Or is I, I, I actually wasn't called Phil until college. Oh, wow. I was called Philip my entire life. And then when people started calling me Phil in college, I was like, this is really and weird. You, you reinvented yourself. I guess yeah, so, yeah. New version. Right. Or everyone else is so late. Too lazy to say that extra yeah, syllable. The lip. I'm, I'm a Philip with one L. That's unique. Yeah. Oh. That I'm is very unique. proud of that. Yeah. That's like the biblical Philip, right? Or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Philip no Rivers idea. has one L. <laughs> Let's name all the Philips. <laughs> <laughs> no, the sad thing, here's the sad thing. I actually, for, all growing up, like, I always thought Philip was actually a unique name because all through high school, I only knew one other Philip of all my schools. So I thought I was really unique. Interesting. I, I thought Philip was like a very special name. And then I got to college and I met like 10. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I think I at Berkeley, there were probably like, like eight Christine Changs. So, oh yeah, for yeah, sure. There for were sure. no Phillips in my high school, so you would have been unique. See, that's my, what I'm saying. My fir- my first middle school love was Philip Chin. Ooh, I one never one hour two L's. If you're listening, huh? One hour two L's. Two L's. Oh, we're not the same. He's the one that he's the one I'll always credit in my life as being special because he introduced me to Usher. I oh, totally started listening oh, to Usher because he was yeah. he was in love with it. And I was like, well, you know what? You you broke up for the for a good reason because two L's. You don't want to be with a Philip two L's, right? Yeah. Actually, he never liked me back, so that was just like the rejection <laughs> phase of my life. And you got it, you got it bad. I did have yeah. it bad. Oh my god! And then you said, and then you said to him, "You don't have to call." Yeah. <laughs> Did you this. correspond entirely with Usher lyrics? Yeah. Apparently. It's very good. <laughs> yeah. This is a very, very good guess. We're off yeah. to a great start. All right. Well, we're going to talk more about Phil and his new project Yeah, coming Single up. Single before 30. By 30. By 30. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. No, no, no. Okay. I'm sorry. Single before 30 is just Single. life. Yeah. Single by, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Single, Single by 30 Single is, by is 30. still <laughs> life for many of us. Yeah. 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 Um, but first, every week we start off the podcast with a roundtable segment where we go around our table. And talk about what's on our minds in the world of pop culture in Asian America. Mm. And I'd like to start off this week. So we kind of missed the ball here. We're coming in a little bit late. But for the past month. Is it a month? The month of August. Since the beginning of August. 
There's oh been God. the internet has been raging on this very important issue. It's the new topic. damn Daniel. Yeah. It has nothing <laughs> to do with politics. <laughs> nothing to do with who's running for president. It depends on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, and this is news to me, as a um, user of this product, <laughs> oh, no. cargo shorts are not stylish. Bro, <laughs> that should not be news to you. <laughs> oh, well, first of all. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. When was the last time you went to buy shorts? See, like, I feel like everyone that doesn't know that cargo shorts are not in anymore has not gone to buy shorts in a very long time. The article would, would disagree because they're saying, well, why are they still sold in abundance? Right, like, okay. Oh. So here's a couple. So background on this story um, before we jump straight it's in. Sears <laughs> um, <laughs> Wall Street say. Journal our, um, author, Nicole Hong, Asian-American lady, um, wrote this um, editorial, let's say, about the unsexiness she probably met some of the cargo shorts. Guys that were wearing cargo shorts and was yeah, really upset. I think the, uh, the title is called Nice Cargo Shorts, You're Sleeping on the Couch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it opened with an anecdote about a man recounting how it was strange that once he got married, his they cargo shorts started disappearing. Yeah, I, I, I've <laughs> talked to several girls about this topic, and yeah, they, no one likes cargo shorts anymore. They're an abomination. So here's my thing, all right? For a variety of I reasons. I will give you that cargo shorts are not stylish because, okay, I'm, I'm not blind. Mm-hmm. I know how they look on people, <laughs> but they are damn Do useful. You? Right. They so are damn useful. As a, as a utility factor, <laughs> absolutely 100% cargo shorts should exist. Are you a paratrooper? <laughs> And, you know, depending on your um, occupation, having those extra big pockets on the side can be very useful. Um, but you're carrying saddlebags. <laughs> I was looking through my wardrobe and Where I only have you? one pair of shorts that are not cargo shorts. Oh. He wears them quite frequently and I have offered multiple times like, Marvin, let's go shopping. Is <laughs> that why you say that? There's a couple guys in our office that yeah. wear cargo shorts too. Maybe, possibly. Yeah. Well, I think just the it's it's the entire look of bagginess has been out of style Absolutely. for a few years. So I think that I I remember when I decided to, okay I need to stop wearing baggy <laughs> shorts. Slim or, fit. Yeah. Or revolution. like or just like <laughs> my shorts like don't have to go to my shins anymore. You know what I mean? Like that that happened like a few years ago, um, and I I exposed my knees to the world. I think that's just How part of growing up. It? Um, you know what? They really enjoyed it. Okay. I actually think. <laughs> Did they know, burn easily? You like? know, <laughs> there was a little rawness for the first few it weeks. It was tender. Um, the funny thing is, like, I think, like, because I remember, like, as a kid, and you see, like, dad shorts. You know, like they they've always been short, and you're just like, why? Do, why would anyone want to do that? Why would anyone want to wear shorts like that? And then the thing is, like, now maybe it's because I'm getting older. I'm like, man, like, bigger clothes is just like heavier. And like it's like it gets in it's the not way. Flattering. And it's not even like, like I mean, flattering is definitely a thing, but like sometimes like just having so much cloth on you is just <laughs> not comfortable. Here's my thing though, right? I think okay, this is probably just me not being with the times of style because I still think shorts should go like that's yes that's, over the knee. That's that's right? you not being with style. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Get out of the. the I have gotten rid of all my jorts. I haven't had a jort. In maybe jean shorts, denim years. shorts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Do you have mandals? What are mandals? The man sandals. Are they flip flops? Because like flip flops. No, flip flops are I always like no. eight years mandals. in San Diego. Like it's, no, like the it's Velcros. Part of me now. The Velcros. I think. Do you ever wear those? Please say no. I oh, like the Tevas. 
I don't even know what they're like properly the Velcro, called. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. with the straps. Yeah, yeah. No, I had those like, um, when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the only time that it's acceptable. I, I'm sorry. I'll, I mean, I have slippers. Like the Adidas ones. Yeah. I mean, are those again, mandos? Those are total. No, those no, like, are like those are like soccer. Those are like yeah, yeah. Like I need to go to the garage. I don't yeah. want to put on yeah. shoes or socks. No. You know. I'll I'll say this. Like I think going back to this article about how like this woman was really upset or these guys or whatever. <laughs> like I I want to I want to defend you know uh, guys and just who or just people in general. You can wear whatever you want, right? Of course. Um, and it, obviously it is a very this is all being said in, with humor. <laughs> yes. Okay, we're not really judging people or whatever, but I think I think generally like guys aren't it's interesting. Guys generally don't get the magnifying glass turned back on them when it comes to style and fashion. Totally true. I think guys are always judging girls when they see them like, "Oh, like if they're cute or not, all these physical attributes, all these material attributes, and we expect them to be at a certain level for us to be attracted to them, correct? Yeah, to be visually but the, appealing. But to be visually appealing and like make us want to talk to you or date you or whatever. Yeah. But then we guys never turn the lens back on themselves and be like, wait, am I attractive enough for girls to want to be with me? I think they do that with like physical attributes, with like height, with like muscles, muscles, and yeah. yeah. But right. like fashion wise, absolutely not. Like the way that no, I'm saying like guys, can... guys won't judge themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, right. so and I feel an like it's. I feel like it's. If I honestly like. I'm. This is me defending girls. I actually feel like it's not fair because I think a lot of guys could, and this is obviously totally superficial. <laughs> <laughs> but what is what is attraction other than superficial qualities at the in the first like thirty seconds, right? right? So, I think that like it's it's unfair for us to be offended if like. A girl, if a girl tells us they don't like the way we dress, we'd be like, what? That's not fair. Because <laughs> we, we've already judged the girl that is like, or we, we judge women I feel all like the most time. dudes have like the opposite effect. It's like, well, I'm going to double down and buy even more cargo shorts. <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> you know? what is happening they wanna, right now. They want to make a statement. They're so like, I'm sure well, that this, you, yeah, this article has done wonders for the cargo shorts. Right. So the, um, yeah, out, they're, they're, the they're, reaction to this, the, the, the internet... I, it's not even outrage. I feel like it's a lot, just a lot of people having fun with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. Um, has been hilarious. Topic. It's um, a funny topic to suddenly become this like it might, rampage. It, it, it might even become like like meta in a sense, where it's like <laughs> like it becomes like I'm wearing these because I know it's like a joke. Yeah, I know? shall offend thee. Right, and maybe, I shall assault thee with maybe, my wardrobe. Maybe, that's maybe this will back. spur the fashion industry to make stylish cargo. Well, I feel like I had I had seen like cargo like slim slimmer fit like cargo shorts like in Asia like whenever I was traveling out there made by Versace. Um, (laughs) And uh, I don't I feel like you know like you know like kids are wearing like dad hats now like or like like, not like that's just what's in now. That's it's the same it's the same thing like maybe it's like it started off like what are you guys wearing and then it's like oh this is actually kind of cool. It's dope. Yeah. I'm kind of glad that dad hats are coming back. Me too. Because I've always, I've never stopped <laughs> bending <laughs> my bill no, this, of my you know hat. What? You know what? Fashion is helping. Like guys yeah. like you, it like it helps you because you just stayed with one thing and you I waited. Never for, gave it up. You I waited never, for the cycle to come. I back never to went you. to the flat bill. I just kept, you know, no. like bending my bills. No, now, no. now that it's coming back, I'm like, yes. Three years, Phil. I've been like, let's go shopping, Mark. <laughs> you should, you should take her up on that. It might, it might change your life. You never know. Well, my well, girlfriend's also girlfriend. started. Well, oh, so now yeah, I'm. I showed I her the article, and she is also. <laughs> she didn't give me a definite answer whether or not she would hide my cargo back. shorts, but I got your back. Uh, well, she's. You know, I'm, I'm sure she loves you very much, <laughs> and, and just being very understanding. I'm just very glad that dad hats. Are a thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I can like now you can be like, I'm fashionable. Yeah. I've been you know what? I'm like on fleet. I was so late that I was early. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know what I mean? Dude, I have pictures I from like so high hard. school where I like had like where I was wearing like back then they weren't called dad hats, they were just called hats. They're hats. <laughs> 
Now and they have like, a name. They have a label. You know why? Because you know back why in the flap, it was like what the, all the douchey dudes. Dad were, bods right? need so. to go away though. You know, that just you know why they're called dad hats is because like the kids growing up, like that, like they were. They were are, like, are you, are like you, are you, are you, are you saying that we're the dad now? Yeah, basically, we're, we're the age of dad. Mark, oh, if we were casting of director by office, 30, we're going to talk about this more. We could cast you as the young father. We've spent way too much time on. They should be cargo, cargo pants. See, uh, cargo shorts. See how this cargo pants. What about cargo pants? I have okay. had cargo pants. I have had cute ass cargo pants. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, 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 when Minji wants to wear cargo <laughs> pockets, it's cute. Exactly. It's true. All right. Pair that with a BB shirt. I do believe her, though. She is better at style than yeah. I am. But I have noticed that Marginally. my um, need for cargo pants or shorts have gone down since I've started using. Um, Amer- satchels. <laughs> oh, satchels. Oh, I like how you say satchel when really, really though. Satchels. Channeling the hangover, Zach Galifianakis. I have a really nice Revolutionized nice satchel. I got satchels. from Muji. Mm. From where? Muji. Oh, okay. Mm. Don't they I, have good I, pens there? They do. They I actually pens. have a, a, yeah, I use their pens a lot. Yeah. Anyways, all right, Minji, what's, 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 what's the, what's the age range of like this podcast? Because some people are going to be like, who are these old people? <laughs> We've already aged on <laughs> half our audience. It's so fine. Then they get a nice little throwback of okay. like, oh my God, when Phil was young, please make <laughs> you this, are very young. Thirties is, is are very young still, people. Come on. Single by thirties. Please tell me you have a young person's topic <laughs> to save us from my old man. Well, topic. yeah. Well, we're gonna make it old, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. They, this is where this is where young people come to learn. They get to learn from our, our babbling. And oh, I have wisdom. a lot more. Oh, I have a don't listen to the podcast, guys. We all know. That. <laughs> I have a lot more. I have an infographic that says otherwise, but I have a lot more old man questions to talk to Phil about later on. Oh yeah. Oh, we can. Oh, good, oh, dear. Yeah. Season two. I'll provide commentary. <laughs> um, my well, the thing that has been popping up more and more, obviously, right now this week is back to school stuff. So that's kind of just like the general uh, subject on my mind. And finally, like in I've preparation, been out of school for actually three years. I went to grad school. Yeah, you went to Never grad mind. school. So <laughs> shut it. Um, but in preparation for the podcast, I was listening to your commencement speech. Oh, and I got all the feels. It was really, really good. Oh, thank you. So bravo. Thank you. I was very moved. For people that don't know, I, I uh, gave the commencement speech at UC San Diego's Ravel College this past June, yeah. and it was the most nerve-wracking <laughs> honor I of can my life. Only yeah. imagine. Like, yeah. like you can hear the crowd, obviously, like because the camera's on you, but. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, well, the no, the crazy thing is that it's actually dead quiet, and it's like five thousand people They're that are that are just all watching you. Like, because I, I mean, we've done shows before. I've had like a thousand people look. Yeah. Thousand five hundred. <laughs> Actually, at one point three thousand, but like, there's something about, and you know that they were all like parents and family. Yeah, yeah. It's just, there's a difference between being at a show and knowing that everyone already likes you and already they knows came who to you see are. you exactly. Like, so like, you're not as nervous, but this one is like, I have to like impress you guys. Yeah, you. you know? I mean, you preface that you're like, yeah, you, so you don't know me. Yeah, I was very honest in my. <laughs> speech. Why, yeah, I think that was very, very good and very charming. So I mean, like listening to that, and I actually listened to commencement speeches and things like that. Um, I'm a total nerd, so mm. I listen to like TED Talks. I listen to lectures all the time. But I realized, and, and also we're packing up my family house of 18 years. So I was mm. there last weekend packing up my whole life. Yeah. And so definitely a lot of recollection of that time of like when that was like, this is the time we all got ready and we're all nervous. Like, is yeah. are there any cute new people? Did anyone get cuter from last <laughs> spring? Or like, you know, did anyone move here? Then you playing that... Um- Vitamin C song? As we <laughs> Grab your no, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's really funny because when you get into the working mode and you don't have that same seasonal cycle mm-hmm. that you get used to as a kid, um, I don't know. Did you guys have any... I, I feel like as when I was a kid, I just kind of went through the motions. Like certain... Some of my friends like set 
goals. Like they cared about the SATs. They cared about certain things. So they're like very attentive to the passing of time. Like, oh, this year I want to be on like a sports team. I'm going to like, they set goals. And I just realized mm. recently that I'm not much of a goal setter. <laughs> yeah. Until we're, we're, we're all looking at you like, uh, no, yeah, Minji, we did that. We <laughs> we were responsible students. <laughs> so. I did not do that. I was a that. terrible. <laughs> Apparently, well, not you went to yeah. Berkeley. So <laughs> yeah. Somehow. I mean, God. But yeah, no. And, and so I'm just kind of like, oh, if, if I could kind of relive that, that school time, I actually really miss it. Mm. I miss, um, there's like a certain security. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So it's a security, guys, it's yeah. a security that when you're that age, you don't realize you have, cause you don't right. know what, you don't know what the absence of yeah. it is. Yeah. You're just like, complaining. Um, you're like, oh my God, I, I need to get up at 7 a.m. <laughs> I always looked forward to, to back to school. I mean, I, well, sorry, I, I should say high school. Mm. High school, I had a very good experience. So um, I always felt, you know, ready to go and, and looking forward to things. And I, I, I tried not to let school, like school work, like academics, like kill my life too much, you know? Good. So um, you're more well balanced. I would like to think so, <laughs> but I wasn't like a partier either. Like I, I didn't, I didn't do any of that stuff either, but I just, I just, I didn't yeah, even know there were parties in high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Marvin's life. Dude, no, for real. Like yeah. I remember senior year, like someone finally told me that like, oh, that girl, she lost all that weight because she's been doing coke. And I'm like, what? This happens <laughs> in high school? Yeah. But I mean, at least among the Asian crowd, I knew that like E was going around. You know, yeah, like, yeah, I knew yeah. about that. The but, rave like, life. but like I didn't I didn't part- participate or anything. But um yeah, I wasn't part of those 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 we conversations. Were so we we weren't in the EDM concert we were in the cool kid crowd. I can go now. I, I mean, I, I like I like the, I, I like the music. I just yeah. didn't participate in the lifestyle. Yeah, but the music was great. I love trance. Yeah, back then especially. Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's weird that nowadays, yeah, we don't have back. I wish we. I wish there was that. I, I still do feel like oh, it's autumn again. You know, yes. or like when summertime comes around, I'm like oh, like. It's a different season, like you know, like the events will be different. You know, like oh, yeah. you can go travel, like or like it's a different type of traveling, you know, feeling or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's why people yeah. like things like comic cons or like conventions and mm-hmm. things like that because it's a chance to like see people. It feels like a summer seen. break, yeah. Kind of thing. I don't know. We're on vacation. <laughs> well, I love. I think autumn's my favorite, and maybe that comes from that whole like feeling of. Oddly, it's fall, but it feels new. Mm, I mean, that's yeah. what I associate with it. But I, and then I'm always like, I love the holidays, but. My baby brother is about to enter his last year of college, so I gave him like a whole like, well, mm. enjoy this time. Yeah, dude. It's cold. Don't fuck him out. <laughs> send, send him my graduation. It sucks. Yeah. Happening. Well, because like everybody's like, well, it's it's a mix because they're all freaked out too. They're like, what do I do now? It doesn't matter. Tell him, tell him that it doesn't even exactly. matter. Exactly. I was like, just <laughs> go make money. Go try different jobs. Don't yeah. expect too much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the grass is always greener on the other side. When you're in school, you just want to get out. Once you, once you get out, it's like, man. You want to go back? We had it so good. We did. No responsibility. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to go back to school. I don't want to go back to school. I just I appreciate that school. I don't know the environment. The The environment. The academic. Like, you know what it is? It's not even the academic environment. It's the environment of people your age in a square mile. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And you constantly are coming in contact with each other. And events. And And events. Whereas in the real life, you're you go to work and you go home. Or, and you have to like make more of an effort to come across people. Which is when you make it your job, like collaboration. You're like, yeah. we're going to put on events and yeah. we have to come here. We're out. all just very, very lonely people <laughs> and we want friends. Dude, we're, it's, a, it's a Tuesday <laughs> night and we're in a room right now. So you guys can know our social life. We're we tricked Phil out. to come and hang out being our friend I today. Know. I thought this was going to be a lot more cool. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind, Phil? So every, uh, yeah, like everyone t- is talking about like Stranger Things or whatever. Um, I have not watched it yet. Um, it's on my two watch list. I you know, you know what I actually started watching, or I, I started two episodes of. Um, I watched Dick Van Dyke, 
um, a couple of days ago. Like I was the like, original. Yeah, the original. And you That's know what? Awesome. Like, it plays. Um, the, the culture was very different back then. And Mary Tyler Moore is really cute. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was bae, dude. Okay. Okay. Um, we got into know Phil a little bit on like a deeper level. Yeah, that 1960s. So, um, she was. She was beautiful. She was like a, a light. You know what I think is what I think what I think what it was is I saw a news article about Dick Van Dyke and I'm like holy crap like he's still very like vibrant lively yeah. and he's like 90 years old. Yeah, it's like we're literally living with a legend. Still, yeah, which is pretty amazing. Um, so I was like I wanted to go back and remind myself because I remember watching Dick Van Dyke when I was like a little kid like on Nick at Night. Um, oh, Mary Poppins. Nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, Mary Poppins. Um, but actually my my favorite uh, Netflix show is actually BoJack Horseman. Do you guys watch that? I uh-huh. have not. Started All right, we can't that. we can't talk about it then. But for those listening, that's my <laughs> show. It's like this really like self destructive actor in Hollywood, which it, it, it I think you would really enjoy it because like there's a lot of like relate like stories that are related to like what the Hollywood industry is like, yeah, and how like terrible it is and what yeah. it, what it does to people. I feel like I'm becoming a worse and worse media like watcher. Mm. Like I'm picking up Minji's bad habits because there's a whole. I'm leveling up, and you're. Of like oh, I don't want. I haven't started Bob's Burgers Do you watch yet. Anything I, I barely watched. No, I no. That's the thing. I literally there's just the, it's it's Bojack and Bob's, and that's <laughs> and, oh, that's the other thing. I only have Netflix. I don't have TV. I don't yeah, have, yeah. I don't have Hulu don't. or Amazon. So I'm I'm a pretty bad watcher, especially as a content creator. In you're busy industry. making stuff. That's the thing. Like I, I, that's my excuse. I'm like I don't have time to watch things because I'm making things. But yeah. then, but then like I feel like I should educate myself on like what's out there. So like I try to like. Get like oh, clips and Phil, stuff. I understand but, the struggle. Right. Yeah. I mean, Phil's busy watching the classics, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Like, no, but understand we'll see, what like, made them so good. You know what? You know what the funny thing is? Watching that just emphasizes to me or nails in the point that everything's been done. Mm. Yes. And like nothing is better or funnier or what like it's just we're just giving the the, the current funny to the current generation. You know, like that's totally agree. Just what it is. And, and it's based on the skill of the actor. Of course. Yeah. Off, you know? And it kind of makes I'm me storytelling, yeah. It makes me feel like actually like really small. Like too. It's like <laughs> at the end of the day, like Dick Van Dyke at the top of his game, Mary Tyler Moore had one of like the biggest shows on television. At the end of the day, there's gonna be new kids that grow up that are just gonna watch the new thing and like it just doesn't even really matter. But but it's, <laughs> but like you're you're sitting here like decades later right, appreciating right. that. And I think right. that's the beauty and like uh, what I what I always like revere about film and TV is that my favorite show is I Love Lucy. Right, so right. it's totally in that generation. And I there's just, been a lot more recap like stories about Lucy Ball. Re- she's been reviving all of a sudden and how like badass she was. Right. She was a total yeah. bad, but like as a com- just as straight artist and storyteller, she was like just so freaking hilarious and ahead of her time and like so slapstick comedy and had that pure comedy thing where she didn't ever have to do anything cross or vulgar. She was just like. Mm-hmm. her expressions and everything um, and she's like laid the groundwork for so many right. modern comedians and like I mean, it's amazing it was like TV's first interracial couple marriage first pregnant woman on first TV first pregnant woman on TV yeah like she owned her own production studio. still couldn't get the beds together though for mm-hmm. real they could not do that that was a they, 50s they, they thing they got though. it uh, later in the seasons right uh-huh. like way later um, <laughs> they're like Aah. no you're right like, but how does she get pregnant <laughs> 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 it's it's true like I, I yeah what you said is like nice like it's there is one thing that i do appreciate about you know what we do as you know in terms of being able to create something that we can share with people and influence people is like um you know not not talking down on on these other industries but like you know i have friends that they, they'll spend like you know months and months on a report or on some presentation that you know is seen by like you know a boardroom or whatever or like their colleagues and that's like it you know and i feel so grateful that 
something that I spend months and months and months on, I can share with like millions of people. The world, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and um, it can live on, you know, too, like in, in whatever medium. So I feel extremely grateful that we have that, um, that ability and that, that blessing to, to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I always like say with this, that storytelling, like storytelling in general, whether it's written or film or, you know, radio, whatever, songs, music, mm-hmm. it is a, it's like a time capsule yeah. and it, and it really gets to embody and like we get to learn. That's why I'm so grateful that all those TVs why I bought the damn set like <laughs> I want to watch all this because there's so much truth to like what she lived that's right. completely relatable in 2016 a little right. Asian girl living in California right. future so. Minji right now like right. 50 years from now is giving herself snaps she's gonna be that. laughing and be like you're such an idiot <laughs> we should up. we should start telling our friends that are not in entertainment to start like sharing their awesome work like our, I den- do. our dentist yeah. friends we should be like you know what post that amazing filling you did yes. today <laughs> it's a little gross but still yeah. that's so, your yeah, achievement so. dude you filled how many you filled how many prescriptions today Dude, let me know. Dude, that's awesome. My girlfriend's addicted to this one channel of this dermatologist who posts pictures, like oh, who yeah, posts yeah, videos yeah. of her popping cysts. Okay, I can't, I can't. I've seen that. Yeah, it's. You know what? I get I, it, I, but I, like, I can't. Props, props, her for wanting her to like educate people and share her <laughs> job with people. That's what I'm talking about. Skincare. Like, it's about it's about being passionate. Yo, about those what videos you do. get so yes. many views. Right. Yeah, I know. It's like, like it's like sponsored it's like by Clarissa or something. Movies. You know what though? Like, I want like the funny thing is like how many years was she doing this without any praise? Yeah. <laughs> now you know? she's finally and now getting she's her finally shine. getting it. You know, good for her. <laughs> she put in the time and effort. You're sending you all. The and hugs. on that horrifying note, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back to talk more to Phil. <laughs> a quick about- a quick breakout of pimples. <sighs> we'll be right back. Hey everyone, how's it going? It's Marvin here. Um, this podcast, of course, is brought to you by Collaboration, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian Americans in the arts and entertainment. Discovering, elevating, showcasing, and connecting the creative talent of our API community. You can find out more about Collaboration as well as check out our digital content, including blog articles, videos, and podcasts like this one at collaboration.org. That's Collaboration with a K. I wanted to quickly remind everyone that the Collabcast is recording live this Saturday, August 27th, 2016, in Los Angeles at the Comedy Comedy Festival, taking place in Little Tokyo. Uh, we'll be at the Japanese American Community and Cultural Center, and the recording is free to anybody who has a ticket to a Saturday comedy showcase at the Comedy Festival. Um, the Comedy Festival, of course, is a four-day comedy festival starting tonight. Thursday, August 25th at the Aratani Theater in Little Tokyo. Over 100 Asian American comics, improvisers, and storytellers will be performing in 13 events over four days. If you're in Los Angeles, please check us out. For more information, check out ComedyComedyFest.com to find out more about the schedule and to buy tickets. We hope to see you over at the festival and, of course, at our live recording. Another quick reminder that our panel picker for South by Southwest 2017 is still active. If you haven't heard, collaboration in conjunction with several members of the Asian American community have submitted a panel proposal for an Asian American representation panel at next year's South by Southwest. Now you can find the link to the panel picker page pinned to the top of the collaboration Facebook page. Um, If you click on the link and then click the thumbs up icon, you can let the South by Southwest organizers know that this is a panel that you think deserves to be on the program. If enough people vote for our panel, then we officially become part of South by Southwest 2017. And that'll about do it for this break. Uh, Once again, if you'd like to contact the Collabcast, 
uh, with any feedback, questions, or topic suggestions, you can reach us at podcast at collaboration.org. We always love hearing from you. And uh, without further ado, let's get back to Phil and the podcast. And we're back to the show. <laughs> That's what Bojack Horseman's all about, by the way. You will love it. <laughs> That's why I love it. Gotta go watch. What are we talking about? You will never know. Welcome back to the Clapcast, episode 82. I'm Marvin, along with Minji, and our guest, Phil Wang. Yo, yo, yo. From the Wang Fu Productions. The Wang Fu Productions. The Wang Fu. There are many Wang Fu Productions. One of the, <laughs> one of the, the many, many <laughs> esteemed alumni from my alma mater. UC San Diego. UC San Diego. Yes, such, such reverence for UCSD. I really like that you guys um, also focused on the 2006 like time capsule thingy oh. in your latest video. Because yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what they put in there. Were you there? Yeah. I didn't even know that. There's, wait, the, each of those is a time capsule? Yeah. So the UCSD, oh, I thought it was just like... Just put a plaque there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. Library walk is a bunch of like stone things know. that you sit on for each class and inside each of those is a time capsule from that class. Oh, that's cute. So, there's, there's probably a Motorola Razor in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's probably like a Von Dutch hat. Oh, Don Von Dutch, yeah. <laughs> oh, Trucker hats were there's big. Also yeah. probably, there's also probably some cargo shorts too. <laughs> probably. Which never some go reefs. out of style apparently. Some reefs, uh, flip-flops. Such a sandwich. Probably a longboard. Yeah. Yeah. You guys had a really big campus. I went there for CASCON. It's huge. In 2006 or seven, That was fun. Except that it was really gloomy. And I was like, I thought this was San Diego and it was supposed to be hot. During the springtime, I guess. Really gloomy. Yeah, it was April. And it was like I remember still, it still rained when, back when mm-hmm. we were there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I've been, this is a scam. This is like, <laughs> I've been gypped. I'm leaving. Yeah. I do miss it. Anyways, Diego, yeah. no one else knows anything what we're talking yeah. about. So she just cut this whole section. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a, a trip down, I, and I feel like actually the three of us are the three between the three of us we're pretty nostalgic trio around this table, mm. um, and that's something I always appreciate about the the way that you have approached your work because I feel like the stories that you tell always have this very like like you're kind of like honoring a time or like there's a very <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to Thanks. describe it. It's, it's, it's just me not being able to let go. <laughs> every story. See, that's that's every. the other side of that coin. <laughs> right. Um, Nostalgia is actually a curse and a blessing. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Them good old days. That actually kind of sucked. Speaking in- of stories, you have a new program coming on. Soon. Yeah. A new series. We have we have the first uh, our first ever like original show coming out um and it's the biggest project we've ever done i mean we made a movie like uh last year um everything before us it's on netflix right now but this was like on a whole other level it was it was in it was intense it was crazy and we shot it earlier this year and it's going to be out on youtube red tomorrow uh and it's out on youtube as of yesterday yeah youtube red (laughs) as of yesterday Congratulations. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's like eight episodes, like 25 minutes each. So It's doing really well. That's a huge endeavor. <laughs> that is a huge endeavor yeah. to do. Yeah. It's probably the best reason that YouTube read right now. You know what? I would I would definitely agree with that. <laughs> um, it was a great time to to give your free trial a and try. You can send me the check in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, I, it's I mean YouTube uh, is definitely trying to do something unique with this whole red initiative. Yeah, I mean it wants that Netflix original um, money, right? It's you know it's I think they just want they 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 know that they need to keep up and they know that they need to um, evolve and I think it's really smart of them. Like there's so many creators already on 
that platform, it's like, why don't we invest in ourselves rather than try mm-hmm. to, you know, they've tried to do like entice Hollywood people over to mm-hmm. try and do stuff, do stuff this way. But like, it's, um, it just makes the most sense for them to create it within themselves. And I'm yeah. really glad that we can be part of that because we've been on YouTube for so long. And, yeah. and I think they've always kind of um, kept an eye on us as like, oh, like these guys are actually like storytellers. And yeah. they, they already do long form themselves. Let's give them like the ability to do something even greater. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. When did all of that, like, what was the, the the origin of that? When did that project, like, commencing forward with filming and casting and, like, all yeah, that whole shebang so, start? So we were part of uh, an incubator uh, program with New Form Digital, um, which is Ron Howard and Brian Grazer's, like, digital incubator program. Awesome. Um, so they, they came to us for some pitches. We pitched to them, like, a few ideas, and they wanted Single by 30. Um, and that was just an idea that we've kind of been sitting on for a few, several years now. We're like, oh, this, this could be like a, a quick sketch, but this, or this could be a movie. And we kind of always saved it as like, this should be something bigger. Yeah. Um, so the timing just kind of worked out. Like, you know, like, I mean, we've been doing this for so long. We've seen the industry and the business mature around us, you know, like even like three, three years ago, us being able to do something on this level in this way wouldn't have existed because the business wasn't there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, like last year around April, we shot the pilot. Um, it got like over a million views on our channel when we released it. Uh, YouTube had already been wanting to do uh, an original series with us. Um, and so they saw this as like, oh, there's a great proof of concept. And they greenlit it really quickly to, they picked up eight episodes right away. Nice. And, um, and you know, like to be honest, like we were a little like, hmm, like what YouTube read, what is this, you know? Um, but then like we realized you know, four years ago, if, if someone told you, oh, we got this this series on Netflix, you would have been like, what? Why? Yeah. yeah. Right? And then all it takes is just like one or two like really great things to prove, to establish a platform. Even Amazon. Like, right. Yeah. It's no like, one... what? Amazon, the place I get my toiletries from, <laughs> makes amazing award-winning shows, you know? I so. order my matcha tea from Amazon. Exactly. But Not you know my... what? They also yeah. make Transparent, which wins Golden Globes, Golden apparently. Golden Globe winning <laughs> right? show. So, yeah. so we, we felt like it was, it was like a, a right time for us to kind of be part of, you know, the future, I guess. And I yeah. think there's a lot of people that are going to look at like YouTube. What, what, what is, the people are still saying, what is YouTube? And to those people, I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, yeah. this is the future. It's not even TV anymore. Like that, that line is completely gone, you know? And we've talked yeah. about like how like it, it's disrupting the entire ecosystem yeah. of Hollywood so much because those numbers don't lie. Yeah. And if you're like amassing right. millions of views for every like five minute video that you put right. out and they're struggling yeah. to keep up, you know, the right. same amount of money that they're funneling into these. Th- I mean, right. that it's just crazy to see how much has changed even like within a year. Right. Um, not even going back three years, just right. last year with streaming, with all that. It's for me really exciting, but it's like, <laughs> is this more opportunities as an actor yeah. or? I, I, it, I think it's definitely, I think, I think it's disrupting things in the industry in the best way because it's taking control away from the, the, the handful of people that were the gatekeepers before. And it's making it completely just, um, you know, power to the people and the creators. And if you can find an audience and you can build an audience, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I think YouTube or just digital still gets a bad rep because there's old people that just think it's just cat videos or, you know, crotch <laughs> shots, you know, but it's... it's or cinnamon challenge. Yeah, but there's a lot of great, great content on there. And I'm glad that Single by 30 and the stuff that Wong Fu makes can be like an example for that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, there's... So I used to work with... Um, startups who are in the entertainment space and there's a lot of them that basically we were trying to sell to these big media companies who think it's all about cat videos and stuff but have you know executive vps who are in charge of like 
figuring out where the industry is going and they're the ones like looking for like a way to like, get a jump on that. And a big thing is like people still aren't sure how to monetize, how to measure like how what how digital works. Right. right? Everyone I, has their I own can't theories. People just still don't understand that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's clear now. I don't know. They like, can't yeah. let go, Phil. I know. <laughs> they're, they're the people that are wearing cargo shorts. Probably. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like, you know, like it's um I don't blame them for thinking that it's all cat videos and cinnamon challenges because let's be honest, it is a lot of that. A lot of that. Yeah. But that's where you know twenty six million views. Right, but yeah, like but if if you open Netflix up to everyone, then Netflix would also have right. a ton of cat videos as yeah. well. We know? don't know how many views any Netflix exactly, things, right? right? Like there's no transparency in that. Like right. you. Well, I mean, so that's the interesting thing because from a advertising based. Um, industry, it's all about where the eyeballs are. In that case, you want to be where the cat videos are because that's what people are watching. Right. Mm -hmm. But things like Netflix have opened up this premium, right. like the HBO model. Yeah. Where the, the reason HBO has gone digital too is because it couldn't compete with the Amazon, the Hulus, and now the YouTube's trying to get into like realizing that some people are willing to pay a little bit more to get really good content right. from yeah. like great creators. Yeah. Right. And I would say like I'm, I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this but like I, I would say YouTube Red is more like a Spotify premium than it is Netflix because Netflix was never free mm -hmm. Spotify has a free version and imagine if like Spotify went to like uh, Taylor Swift or something and say hey can you make an exclusive album just for us yeah. you know um, like an acoustic or something which, like, she, never which she would never win <laughs> um, but uh, but that's like kind of what I feel like it's, it's more fitting that model because like YouTube it's not changing for people that have that just want YouTube YouTube free yeah. videos, but like ads. if you if you want the extra features like offline viewing, um, no ads, uh, access to YouTube Music, and you plus you get these special projects Certain from content, yeah. the creators that you love, then that's more of what it's like. And and uh, I think I th I think it has a lot of potential. I remember when YouTube first introduced ads in two thousand and like eight or nine, people flipped their <laughs> shit. <laughs> They're like, what? fuck you guys. Like, people clicked away from videos if an ad started playing, you know, because they were so upset. I'm not going to support that. Now it's like, now people like, like sit through ads actually. Like, yeah. oh, actually, I think I'll watch this one, you know? Like, well, they're getting clever with ads right. too. They're like trying to make those entertaining. Right. So. And it's, it's I was, great. Yeah. I, I was yeah. never, I, I remember watching Hulu for the first time and right. like saying, oh, it's just like watching TV. Right. I can sit through two ads. Yeah. Of course, it's the same two ads every single freaking break, right, but right. you know. <laughs> no, Hulu, actually, I'm upset about because like, you, you, you pay for that and you still get the ads. <laughs> And you should not get yeah. any of these. And there's like, and there's like every, it's like the breaks. It's like, it's just like TV. Actually, I'm like, what is this? How dare you? Yeah, how I dare paid you? To, to bypass this yeah. shit. What is this? No, Hulu, Hulu doesn't get the, the password. Who do you pay to watch it on your TV? <laughs> so it's like yeah, watching yeah. TV. Yes. Yeah. No, it. but it's it's an yeah. amazing time right now. Like the the whole like cord cutters, you know, um, cord nevers. Like you guys, you guys know these terms. Like Minji is one. Yeah, like so, cord cord cutters are people like like myself that I don't have cable anymore. I don't. Okay. I don't even watch TV. I get all my content through the internet or clips that I might go to like a website for. Cord nevers are the kids that are growing up never even understanding that there was a cord. Interesting. Like there, like there's literally like people in high school actually right now that don't understand why you would ever say I need to watch go home to watch a show at this time. We, you love Friends. Oh, hell yeah. 8 p.m. Thursdays. Thursday at 8 p.m. Must yeah. see TV. Must see TV. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore, you know? Or why, why, do I, why am I sitting through a commercial? Saturday morning cartoons. Why did we all have to go wait for Saturdays for cartoons? Yep. Kids are growing up always having these at their fingertips. And like, that's the world that's happening or that's already here. So it's like, this is, this <laughs> Crazy is, this world. is what, yeah, this is where it's all headed. So like, we're just, from, from what we're doing at Wong Fu, you know, we're, we're just trying to evolve with that. Yeah. And, um, and thankfully, 
we've been able to considering that we are the old guys. <laughs> well, no, I feel it's like your, your, your audience has like grown with you. Right. Yeah. I appreciate right. that. Right. I was just listening to a podcast where a, a older sister was trying to explain to her younger sister about AIM chat rooms. <laughs> yeah. And how like, it's like text messaging. <laughs> and how you had like <laughs> people had away <laughs> messages. <laughs> You know, that right? Was, like you waited yeah. to wait. You waited for someone like gone. Yeah. You know, like how do you like how do you flirt? With someone oh my god! Like, when the person I had a special friend group just for the guy that I liked, or maybe the two guys that I liked. Right. But when they came online, I'm like, and you, and you name that buddy list, and you put heart. that buddy list at the top. Yes, heart, you know, or whatever, or smiley face. They don't even know. I remember <laughs> when they introduced tabs to like for the multiple chats like multiple chats I used to have you know like, yeah just the four like yeah, with yeah. the windows up <laughs> yeah 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 anyways you have ever so carefully now we're dating our, now we're dating ourselves yeah yeah well that I mean speaking, speaking of dating it's single ourselves. by 30 yeah single, single by, 30. by 30 so it's actually perfect for people so we've gone precisely. we've gone a good like 15 minutes without even talking about what single by 30 actually is right <laughs> I love the trailer by the way thank I mean, you it looks really really great thank you yeah single by 30 is about two friends that when they're in high school it's, everyone knows this setup you know like because um, a lot of people live it they mm-hmm. make a pack with their best friend Minji's like going off into like daydream mode she's like thinking about <laughs> that guy that if they're single by 30 because in high school let's admit we thought 30 was so far away it's a um, jillion years when it's really now. not um, yeah. but if they're still single by 30, they would get married. Um, they lost touch through all their 20s, and then they they reconnect right before they each turn 30. And they're like, hey, should we, should we like... Um, should honor we the in? pack? Should we honor the pack? Or, <laughs> so they use it actually as motivation to, to go start dating other people like because they're like they're each other's safety nets. And through the eight episodes, um, you know, there's uh, things happen. Things happen. Um, and it stars Harry Shum Jr., Love. Kina Granis. Love. Um, some other great actors on other... Uh, social influencers that are also great actors Eric Ochoa Hillary Matthews and Manon Matthews um, it's a really great um, really professional really f- hilarious um, talented and diverse cast which I love is that, yeah. which is what we're actually really proud of you know when we when we first casted the pilot you know it was always going to be um, you know we always knew that we wanted Asian Americans um, to to be the leads and when we got the the pickup for the show um, YouTube was so supportive, like, no, we're not recasting this. Is, this is this is your guys' vision. Um, this is your audience and your channel. Why would we want to mess with that? Love um, it. Imagine that. Right. You know, so... Um, they didn't suggest Scarlett Johansson. No, they didn't. Win. Right? And, like, and I think, like, with all the talk going on with, you know, um, whitewashing or just the lack of diversity, it feels nice to be a creator that can say, hey, well, we're trying to do something about it. Because yeah. I feel like there's so much anger but there's not enough action and it's like, okay, well let's do something about it. So we were able to do something and and I feel really grateful that, you know, we were empowered to do that. We're all about that and we will further like, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. We, we, we still need the community to to recognize it and support it because it's one thing to be a creator that has that incentive or sorry, that has that initiative, but there's another aspect to that equation, which is the consumer and the consumer has to show up when the creator makes something. Right. Right. And, that's actually a huge part of where the Asian American community does lack is in our voices as a consumer as well. You know, mm-hmm. so right. um, it's on both sides, you know, like we're doing our part, but people at home that are listening or watching, like they're doing their part too, just by consuming. Absolutely. And there's a lot of layers to that too. Like right. why, and we, we, and it, that, that can never be 
summarized or like even fully dissected in one podcast or 10 because <laughs> it continues it's a continuing conversation right. to understand um we have so many different guests and like friends and our own experience of like how we come to terms with our identities and then right. how everybody else has like viewed themselves versus each other um you're the k-town person i'm like the whitewashed banana like mm. you know all those things and that's still a very fresh topic for right. us to like understand and i think it's it's you know you guys in creating the content even if it's not about that but the fact that the face is on there or like right. experiences it is a conduit to that conversation absolutely like i yeah i don't think anything that wong food does is the one and only voice or, sure. or agenda like and that's actually something that sometimes bothers me about when i when i do he- see you know critiques of our work or whatever like um or even like fresh off the boat or whatever shows are out there like these are just one these are not the singular stories (laughs) we should we need to have more if you're if you're upset with ours that's fine then you guys not in a not in an aggressive way go make it yourself go go hustle hard to tell your story or push whatever um you're trying to do and like i i think that is great because as Asian Americans, we do need to show that we're multifaceted. And mm-hmm. so with this show, for example, it is a romantic dramedy. And I'm sure some people will be like, oh, like you guys are just showing Asians being like romantic again. Like that's whatever. But I'm like, well, we need that too. Like in, yeah. in our, in our, yeah. in what we're giving to mainstream media or the world. Like we, like people we need sh- to see us in like right. romantic how leads. we date, how yeah. we, because you know, yeah. some people don't even know that we date. Some people don't, <laughs> some people don't know that Asian people are anything but funny or quirky or whatever. Like, no, we are the sad. Dorky sidekick. Yeah, we can we can be lonely, we can be loving, we can have drama, you know, like and so we need to show that too. Like I think we get so focused on like we need like our Asian American like, you know, political um you know uh uh what's what's the we need our um boys in the hood. But it's like no, we also <laughs> need like our Harry Met Sally too. You know, like it, it's both things. Yes. Yeah. And so, favorite movies. I think you make a good point that you know people might be upset that they're that what they want out of you guys isn't being shown but the good thing is like the success of shows like fresh off the boat allows other things to be made right, right? the fact that it's it's doing well right people like it and people right. are it's watching it to right. a wide like, that's, audience that's the message you send and now you know right big big yeah. wig so you big wig guys like mm, these asians they can actually act and you know what at, great voice at, at the same time though what's interesting is that there are. I've also heard the opposite of that, which is because that we have that one show, people are like, "Well, that's all. Done. That's all you need." Yeah. Like I've I've <laughs> literally had friends that have said like they're trying to pitch some shows right now. They're like, "Oh well, how is this any different from Fresh Off the Boat?" And we're like, "It's not a. It's not a Chinese <laughs> family or Taiwanese family yeah, from the nineties. We've had this exact same yeah. conversation yeah. with uh, with Julie. Oh yeah, Julie, that, it was, yeah, I'm talking about Julie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about that. Yeah. Or like how you know, it's not. Yeah, and that, that's the thing. Like and like you have like Aziz with uh, Master of None. You know, like I'm sure if another comedian kind of came out and wanted to do, like do like their take on dating, they'd be like, "Oh, but Aziz already did." It. I'm like, "No, it's like everyone's different." Like, but then like if you were non-Asian, you can have as many angles and as many styles or people. Well, it's a nuance that. difference. Right. You just don't right. get it. Like, right. there's a difference between Louis C.K. and <laughs> you know whoever. Like. <laughs> You don't hear that argument for minority right. voices. But I think that, that, again, this is still a conversation that's evolving. And people are definitely more outspoken about it, which is great. And mm. I think that in and of itself is a win, especially in this year. Just mm. like how many... And that's that's something that I've, I've definitely like taken a step back and be like, all right, to what degree do I want to like complain about right. this? Because I'm also like, I want to focus on what I want to have happen versus like, this sucks and I don't like this. Right. <laughs> and, I, and yeah, like, I think... I mean, I, 
I have to be careful because I don't want to offend anyone or whatever. Because I do think that there is a healthy amount of complaining, yeah. and then there's and there's just also just like what what are you going to do about like action, right? Mm-hmm. And so there are certain things that I've seen people like get upset about where I'm like, really? Is that really like? Does that really upset us that much? You know, like yeah. and. Um, but I'm then the, outraged. Yeah, I'm just you? like being outraged. <laughs> right. You know, I'm actually just super excited to watch a story about dating in their 30s, yeah, ish <laughs> by Asian Americans. <laughs> right. It's yeah. like, and that's the thing. Like, it's like it, it is like about dating. It's about like romance. It's a romantic drama, um, and it has Asian Americans. Um, but like, you don't have to be Asian American to understand it. Exactly. Or like, there are some Asian American cultural things in it because he, he does have a family still. Yes. So you do see his mom and dad good um parental pressure is real guys right there are some really great cultural things that we sprinkled in there that (laughs) we had to in our writer's room say sorry guys we need to definitely write this portion because you guys don't get it you know (laughs) um but uh you know ultimately it's 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 us showing that we are people too you know that we we go through things that are that generally a lot of people can relate to i think that's the great thing about like master of none is that you know, I think a lot of people just related to him as a guy, not as an Indian American guy. That Nashville you know? episode, though, um, so cute. Right, I want to. He so. gave a lot of people great dating ideas too. <laughs> take a random day trip, take your girl to Nashville, <laughs> and try on weird jackets together. Yeah, <laughs> so cute. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think yeah. I think that there's going to be something in here for everyone, um, at least that wants to feel something or that is going yeah. through. I like, felt so much just yeah. from the trailer. I was like, Kina, you? stop crying. Don't cry. I got yeah, you, girl. Get, you get to see Kina in a way that you never she, see. You ne- like yeah. jumped out at that from that screen. Never She's like, her, yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever make that single pact with anybody? I I didn't make a pact, but we've we've had like a conversation of like I always thought that you would be that person, you know, like mm. so it was like a it was like a half ass. You're my safety. Yeah, man. I was trying to think of who I would have made that pact with, and it's really like only one person came up. Aww, but Do you, are you still friends with that person? <clears throat> yeah, are you are you friends with your person? Yes, I am, and that's like it's. Maybe you should but they'll watch never the feel, I feel like see you and I haven't talked enough because I'm like an absolute hopeless romantic, and I've had a lot of different experiences in my life like great and bad that like that's why I'll never get tired of talking about it because (laughs) and I think that 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 experience evolves too the older that you get oh definitely what you suddenly understand was so naive and wrong about and that's fine because that's part of your journey growing up right um, but yeah, no, my first love was when I was 10 and <laughs> Wait, is that, is it, that really it first real. love? Was it, it was real was it though. Phil? See, huh? Was no, it was Phil? Not, that was when I was in seventh love. grade. He was like, he was way down the line. That's your boy. Phil? Um, no, I started liking boys since I was like four. Oh no. I, yeah. I had crushes in preschool. Yeah. But yeah. my first love. And the thing is, he <laughs> I, and I, say their first I could love. totally I see you being that guy. Um, you're like, oh, here's a flower. <laughs> and then, oh, she didn't give it back or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> no, and we both acknowledged, like, as adults, like, right. we, were, we were very much in love. And it was very, like, we both acknowledged. And then... It's like a Korean drama. Kind Minji. of, it was. And so, it was very, so Korean very of you. Pure. Some bridges were meant to bring people to... What was that? <laughs> we, no. could, we could just throw words together and yeah. it would be, like, the tagline. Some people build bridges together <laughs> in time. Time. And life. Longing of... Time, days gone. I don't know. 
No, but I mean, and that's it's funny because there's there's a there's a danger in that, like in in holding on to something that was something when mm. you were young, and you know, and it that was real, but it doesn't mean that it's forever. And that's something that it took me a really long time to fully let go of, even though like we both dated other people and whatever. Right. Um, that's the dark think, second act of the K drama. Well, that's why I think they... these stories are so important because it it gives perspective to people who are either in the middle of it, never have experienced it, are about to like right. jump into it. Right. And I think like so many ways it's it's so funny because you know when we make a short that i mean most of our most of wong fu stuff is actually just comedies um or relationship comedies but like sometimes my we, best friend is hot. yeah sometimes we have like <laughs> some like serious you know romantic dramas and like it's funny it, it goes out to everyone you know so you have there's definitely like some of our younger fans that are teenagers or preteens that are watching it and i'm like i wonder what they're thinking <laughs> When they're watching like these like these like late twenty year olds, thirty year olds like talk about love. You're like formulating their whole concept of you know, love. So what's crazy is that like you because like, our, our videos are just out there forever, right? So you go back to some of our some of our older videos, like let's say let's just take like Strangers Again or The Last or something, and like you I, I've literally seen comments like, you know, you that are like, Oh my gosh, I'm watching this five years later and it means something totally different to me now when I first watched it. And to me, like that's the most satisfying thing because like our videos evolve with our fans you know it's not just one funny cat video that you, you. Watch. Yeah, yeah and with me too like i even watch something now and i'm like man like i, I like i, I don't <laughs> know why i want to you know, know. I, I wrote this back then like think, <laughs> thinking this but now it's like you know now i have this different perspective of it you know do you ever face palm and you're like oh dear um look at that hair <laughs> like, yeah look at like, oh, yeah. my cargo <laughs> shorts <laughs> Or do you, are you like in a place of like, I mean, as an adult, you can really appreciate say, where you're coming from. Yeah, like, I, I think I see some of my old stuff. I'm like, oh my God, I think, shut I think, up. <laughs> generally, like I'm, I'm, I've accepted, like I, I see like each, each step as like a, a necessary process. Mm -hmm. So the stuff that I was like more naive about, um, like they were like, yeah, like the early, early stuff. I was just like, I just want a girl. Why don't girls like me? You know, like, <laughs> like that's, that's like the nice, nice guy. guy, the nice guy nice stuff. Guy. You know, I, I watch that stuff now and like I roll my eyes a little bit, but like. It, but that will apply to someone that's in that age yeah, right now. Yeah. You're like, I, keep watching, keep right? Watching. Keep watching. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I'm not, I'm not there anymore. But like, it serves a purpose for people in that stage. So for sure, later as you keep, yeah, as you keep watching, <laughs> like you'll see, you know, it evolves. And, Evolve with me, right, come on, exactly, let's go. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Yeah. That's so yeah. good. It's just different channels like Wang Fu, right. 18 through. 25. Exactly. Yeah. Wang Fu, twenty six and thirty. Dude, the one, and then the once future we, like, have, like a family. Yeah. Middle aged Wang Fu. Oh my god. Wang Fu well, dad. We're getting. We're getting there, man. Single by thirty is like might be like our last hurrah for you this. Know, time. Yeah. You know. We might have to graduate. Changing. Yeah. But that's the great part. It's like you watch your creatives and you're a fan from like when you're a kid. And I don't know, like for me. Okay, I'm just like dating, totally dating myself. But when Kelly this and is the Zach, podcast for that. When mm. Kelly and Zach finally got married. Right. I died. Like I was just so happy because I'd Kelly spent my Oh, save a bell. Got it. Get out of here, Got Mark. <laughs> I was like, should only be I was like one person you think of when you there hear those were no names. friends named yeah. Kelly or Zach. But like when that finally happened, yeah. my my life was made because they got married? I spent yeah. During the show because they're out. high school kids. <laughs> no, I think it was like li the later off. It was off, way, off, like, yeah. Off, it was like uh, an offshoot series. Because they, yeah. they had Saved by the Bell and then they had Saved by the Bell college years and then even after that they made a movie. Oh, that was wow. the one that you they are, made you were in it. Screech, right? Because <laughs> it was just so like because they, they went through so much. Like they broke up and she right. dated Jeff the idiot and like, Oh you man, know, she, she all, knows her stuff. All the heartbreak. See, I'm telling you, it's it's ridiculous. But like that, and that's what you you get to see people that you like really got to grow through because right. you saw them when they were freshmen in high school, right, and you're right. like, I want to say, I like, be like, yeah. when I'm the Saved by the Bell wiki is 
all Minji edits, yeah. right? That she's the top editor on that thing. Just because you don't know it, <laughs> don't project. No, sometimes like it's weird to think that how some people like view like Wang Fu or our work. It's like that we were like the young kids and they grew up with us. I'm like, well, that's weird. Or like if they're watching us when they're in high school and they say they grew up, they grew up with some like, I think about the stuff that I watched in high school and I'm like, wait, that's how, like in the feelings I get yeah. when, I, when I think about like those shows, I'm like, wait, that's how people are, think about me. That's so weird. You know, like, it, it, it's kind of scary actually like, I'm like I don't want that responsibility <laughs> I know people are like people are like dude I'm gonna I'm gonna go into film I'm for you I, I applied to this and this because of you guys I'm like what <laughs> why are you making what are you decisions because of yeah, me don't do that don't do that go read a book yeah. get, get out of here I don't, I don't want that I don't want like you know in 10 years someone like being upset at me like, I followed you <laughs> Wong Fu Letters. and now it's like, like Eminem. It's oh, yeah. like I mean, that's oh, like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of my like, Iron Man too. Yeah. We followed you because you guys are making videos on like campus, right? Right. And I remember that video because someone from Berkeley then you shared it with me. I was like, "How did you get this?" Right. Through the internet, <laughs> through, shared files, through high speed internet yeah. and an FTP. It took about nine in a, hours in a pre YouTube world, <laughs> but it got yeah. there <laughs> somehow. It's crazy <laughs> through it's, the sky. It's crazy. I still have like some of the videos that aren't on your YouTube. Yeah, we, yeah. we've been doing this a very long time. <laughs> okay, long well, time. I kind of right. want to refer yeah, to a we'll couple be, We'll be remiss if we didn't uh, get to our staff questions. Yeah, so, so we, yeah. Have our, we have our staff Facebook group, like awesome. all the many alumni from Collab, and you have a lot of fans. Oh, that's so Love nice of them. Um, and, and I think there's like a general overarching, multiple people ask like the basis of this question. It's kind of like, what did you... Will you marry them? Like but yes, besides that. <laughs> Well, you make a pact. Oh, man. How do you look so <laughs> young 35. all the time? Oh, my God. Um, it's the cargo shorts. Have you aged? <laughs> like, the transition, right, from, like, from your earlier days to now in terms of, like, creating content or, like, size of crew right. or, like, the production getting bigger or, like, going from shorts on YouTube to, like, making a feature film. Right. How is that? They're, they're just generally, like, curious. How did like, that how, happen? How's, how's that felt for you? How has it been challenging? You know, um, keeping up with the times, like stuff we've talked about. Yeah, I feel like as as we get older, like that question of like, like how are you keeping up? Like it's like it is because it's exhausting just thinking about it sometimes. Um, you know what? It's happened so gradually that sometimes I do have to step back and I and I look at what's happened over the last few years and I'm like, whoa, th- that's a shitload of stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think it, it, it. I think it was just kind of just really staying focused, having good people around you, keeping you focused. I think it also helps that this was this is my life. Like if even if there wasn't like Wong the YouTube or whatever, what whatever I am is still gonna be the art or the voice that I wanna have. And I've just been lucky enough to have an audience to wanna listen to it at every stage of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and people that I work with that that feel the same way or see the same way and we get to create together. So um, I think a big part of it has been just surrounding your, surrounding myself with other great creative people mm-hmm. that have wanted to help or wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, they've, they've seen something in me that maybe I don't even see in myself um, or they see something in Wong Fu and what it represents for the community or something that I don't even realize because my face is too close to the painting. Right. Um, and so we've just been trying to uh, just honestly, like whenever people ask me, how's it going? I'm like, um, Keep my head above the water. Like that's yeah. all. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. Like because you're cause, upgrading. Like you're going from like right. I can imagine for like single by thirty making an eight episode right. show. Yeah, like it's it's it's. It, I think part of it has also just been sticking to what we believe in. Also, like and like not. Um, there's so many trends on YouTube, and that you know what it is. It's exhausting to think about 
keeping up with all the trends. If mm-hmm. I if that if we were trying to do that, then yes, I would have burnt out because I can't gone crazy. Right, because to to me, like to think about like I put in all that work for a some trendy video and like now like no one cares you know like that would be devastating because it's me. gone right. and that's what we've realized it's like it's right. here and gone exactly too fast. so like we we've been focusing on making content that we will always be happy about and proud of and that i'll you know always want to go back to and, and point people back to and be okay with it um so yeah like we and because of that though we've also grown actually a lot slower than other channels that do hop on the on the trends you know yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and i'm not saying one's better than the other it's yeah, just for just us your, yeah. your... for us like I, I can't i can't force myself to be something i'm not so we've just been really wanting to just make the stuff we want to make and um if a new opportunity comes weigh it out does this help what we're ultimately trying to do and i think it's also like there's a lot of filmmakers out there that just get really focused on like this is the one thing i want to make it has to be done this way um, and to me, like in this industry, you have to adapt, mm-hmm. you know, you have to evolve and opportunities are going to come in different forms. Like YouTube Red. Exactly. You gotta take um, your chances. Or like YouTube even. There's, there's some filmmakers that I met very early, like in 07, 08, that would be like, oh, I don't know about this YouTube thing. But if they started back then, they would be eight years into it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. so it's, it's, it's just, it's really about like just being open-minded, um, and, uh, and just being honest with your work, I guess. And yeah. did you, did you at any point like feel super overwhelmed, like going from All the time. like having <laughs> one camera to like, I don't know how many you've maxed at, but like yeah, from I, a technical side, like just running those productions. I think what's great is that, like I said, everything has happened so gradually mm-hmm. that I've never completely felt out of place. Like, so for example, like, like learning, yeah, like single by 30, you know, on, on like our biggest day, we had like over a hundred people on set, you know, and like we had trucks and shutting down streets and whatever. I'm like, I can't believe that everyone's here for a project of ours you know like me and Wes just look at each other like this is all for us you know but if we wouldn't have but we were okay to operate because we didn't feel like out of place because we had made the movie but which which had maybe 40 people we were comfortable making the movie because we did like some web series of client work or whatever or some long form short that had like 15 people you know and so every like if you think about it like we we've been doing this for over 10 years so Mm we've made a lot of stuff so everything has been just training training yeah it's been, it's been we've been training this whole time yeah in the ring yeah <laughs> i mean that's and that's and i don't know i've only made like one real project of my own that's personal that i put out there and i had marvin still makes fun of me because i had like a stroke when i, put oh, it. I was like major <laughs> anxiety. i literally i put i uploaded it was published and i ran to my room and went oh. under my covers i had like a panic attack because right. it's very personal yeah. to me um, it's just, I have, and then that lesson taught me a lot about the mental, emotional, right. like how you got to create stuff and just put it out yeah. there and let, I mean, even this podcast, the first time we put it out, we were <laughs> yeah. like, Oh God, we sound like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. but look, look now you're 80, 82 into it. Yeah. You know, and with, we marvel at with that Wong, or like, you know, your video, do, do it another 400 times and you'll, Seriously, it'll be the same I thing as what a, we're doing. And, and that's an inspiration. And yeah. like, again, like we're all pu- like putting our stories out there. Yeah. yeah. Let's do one more question. One more question. And yeah. this is another, like, um, uh, it's an amalgamation of multiple questions. So sorry, guys, I love you, but I'm combining all of them. Um, there, what keeps you inspired? Like, do you have certain role models? Like, do you watch any certain types of things? And like, and coupled with that, if you could create something after this, obviously you're probably already thinking of the next like right, five projects. Yeah. What's like your dream project yeah. to make? Um, you know what? Like role models or or people that. Or, wait, so what, what keeps me inspired? Or? Yeah, inspiration, In, role models, or like... Yeah. Inspiration is... 
it's just I know this sounds cheesy, but it's just daily life. I think like inspirations everywhere. I'm I'm the kind of person that like will look at you know a this sounds like super like snobby artsy, but I'll look at like a ceiling fan, you know, or be like, oh, I wonder this or that, you know, <laughs> um, or like even just conversations with people. Like drama and comedy are just infused in our lives already. The difference is is that if there's like if you guys make a joke right now. Um, or or you're at, you're at a bar with your friends, you see something happen. It's funny, and people will just laugh it off. Normal people, but then I'll be like, oh, what could that turn into? You know, if if we play that out, you know, mm-hmm. or, or if that character was like that. And so, like, I think just seeing that and just observing a lot and analyzing why people act a certain way. It's basically, um, the world's always just feeding yeah. you stuff, <laughs> and which is which is dangerous though too, because then you start to crave it. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes if the world's not giving it to you, then you start becoming unsettled and you might start creating your own problems or your own drama. Oh, this is the actor life too. It's like, that's where it gets dangerous because I've definitely, you know, with sometimes I struggle, like, yeah, there are some very personal, um, emotional things that I like to make, but it's like now people are like, Oh, Phil just has to perpetually be sad in order to find that inspiration. You know, like mm-hmm. if I ever, if I'm ever happy, then can I still access that? Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's good and it's bad to like look at the world that way. Um, in terms of like role models, you know, um, it's, it's weird because like we, we came up in a space where there was really no one ahead of us doing exactly what we were doing. I mean, yeah, we, I, I think what Justin Lin does and John Chu and um, these other filmmakers are great. Um, but like in terms of like our exact formula of what or our, in terms of our exact situation, yeah. we've, there was really no one to like look up to. And so we kind of just had to look at each other. So I definitely will, you know. West Ted and everyone that's come through Wong Fu has been my own role model because we really could only count on ourselves, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and uh, and I hope that you know uh, we've been able to make each other proud, you know, through that. But I, I I still think that you know we're we're part of a bigger equation. We're just one piece of a giant machine of what Asian American media or Asian America needs to be. Right. Um, and yeah, real quick, what we're working on next, we're like developing like, you know, uh, a feature film. We have some other series ideas. And if Single by 30 does well, we might be jumping into a second season. So Nice. Awesome. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Clopcast. Thanks again for joining us, Phil. Thank, thank you so much for having so me on. Much I'm fun. sorry if I talked too much no, no that's good. inquiring <laughs> right. minds want to know if Thank people want to find your stuff where can they go <laughs> i mean yeah youtube.com wongfu slash wongfu productions um i'm instagram wongfu phil and yeah single by 30 is out now and it's going to be once a week so for like the next seven weeks and um it's on youtube red which is basically just a service so just so just go to our youtube channel youtube.com slash wongfu productions and just click and you'll see it there if you will have any questions, feedback, or suggestions for the Collabcast, you can always reach us at our email at podcast at collaboration.org. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts through our RSS feed. Uh, if you do listen to us on iTunes, please give us a rating review. It makes us feel good, and it makes you feel good. Do for it. supporting us. Especially this episode. Yes. Five <laughs> stars. Thanks again to Alpha for use of her song Bare Feet uh, for this month's intro and outro. Oh, before we go, um, one last thing. Um, We have a panel picker. South by Southwest. Link for South by Southwest. We're doing a panel about Asian American representation. Uh, Check it out. Uh, The link is on our Facebook page uh, pinned to the top. Uh, Give us a thumbs up to help us bring this very important conversation to South by Southwest. First time ever. For the Collabcast, this has been Marvin, Minji, and Phil. Thanks again for listening. See you guys. Bye, guys. See you all next week. Bye. Bye.